Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. It's Jeep 4x4 season. Make your next adventure epic and hurry in now for great deals. And now, well-qualified lessees get a low-mileage lease on the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe for $389 a month for 24 months with $5,399 due at signing. Tax title license extra. No security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution, a lease request, or capital. Extra charge for miles over 20000 Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 531-23. Jeep is a registered trademark. Mother's Day is just around the corner, but with same-day delivery from Publix through Instacart, you still have time to gift mom the moment she deserves with fresh flowers, decadent desserts, and more. Plus, with delivery in as fast as an hour, you don't have to worry about shipping delays or driving to the store. In fact, your only worry is roses or tulips. When in doubt, do both. Visit instacart.com slash Publix to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. You can't always see bad weather coming, so it's essential that you're able to see through it when you drive. Michelin wiper blades with advanced technology hug your windshield like a Michelin tire hugs the road, channeling away water, snow, and ice so you can see clearly, drive confidently, and breathe easy. Michelin wiper performance, clearer than ever. Upgrade to Michelin premium wipers today at Walmart, Amazon, and other fine retailers. The new Chevy Silverado HD puts you in command. Own strength with its enhanced available Duramax 6.6 liter turbo diesel V8. Own the lake with its available advanced towing technology. And own technology with an available 13.4 inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy Silverado HD. Own work, own play, own life. Learn more at Chevy.com. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Chevy Silverado HD puts you in command. Own strength with its enhanced available Duramax 6.6 liter turbo diesel V8. Own the lake with its available advanced towing technology. And own technology with an available 13.4 inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy Silverado HD. Own work, own play, own life. Learn more at Chevy.com. Find new roads. Chevrolet. The weather's improving in western Turkey. You can see the clouds, but it's going in that direction. So the sun's out and the wind is lighter for Istanbul at about 17 degrees or so. That breeze is still running into the western side of the Levant, so the temperatures are down, 22 in Gaza as an example. And there are still showers around moving through northern Lebanon and the far north of Syria. Otherwise, it's a dry picture and a hot one. 
45 in Baghdad, 43 in Kuwait, and the breeze is bringing dust down towards Doha, which sees 42, so that'll be the first bout of 40-plus this year. And we stay about that, uh, that temperature as the wind increases, so there's going to be dust, even a sandstorm brought down through eastern Saudi Arabia, maybe Bahrain, possibly even Qatar. This is during Sunday. Leaving the Middle East for that middle part of Africa, there aren't that many showers around now. They're dotted around, as you can see. Even to the west, we're not seeing a great deal because the sun's taken them up, for example, into Nigeria. Dropping further south, though, and we've got the weather coming up from the south, which means an awful lot of rain for the eastern Cape. Now, up until this point, it's been hot in Namibia, in western Botswana, and the Northern Cape. But I think if this wind encroaches, the temperature will drop. But more noticeable, obviously, is the amount of rain even snow in Lesotho. We are all responsible. Even people far away are also helping with the environment problems in the Amazon because they are consumers. I teach kids about the threats that our oceans are facing today. I've been working in earnest, trying to find ways to get this language out to the kids. What do we do as the ocean warriors? And what are you going to do to keep our oceans clean? It's our language that keeps your whole blood flowing. Women rights groups say that they have won several battles in their fight for equality in Latin America. And those protesting things say that protecting women remains a challenge in the region. I will not stop being pro-life. I want freedom. We don't have freedom in this country. These evacuees now face a three-day journey to a shelter in western Ukraine. Someone destroys our country and someone needs to rebuild. Israel carries out airstrikes on Gaza for a fifth day. At least 33 Palestinians are packed on a decades-old fault line. And we are in a makeshift camp in Chad where tens of thousands of people are taking shelter after... From 7 a.m. on Saturday, 13th May, till the final results are declared. My name is... Joy News, your election headquarters, is a place to watch the most comprehensive coverage. I will be watching. So should you. Join us on Friday, 12th of May, for our election eve special from 8 to 10 p.m. Live on TV, radio, and online, and across our social media platforms. The most comprehensive coverage by the best political team only on your election headquarters. a ripoff by some top officials of Ghana's pharmacy council as they sell drugstore licenses to unqualified applicants. With much there, there's no issue. But as long as we can get a location, that's Freelance investigative journalist Akwesi Kranton goes undercover to expose 
the underworld scheme that puts your life at risk. Fifia Vikwete, General Secretary of the NDC. Come May 13, 2023, the party will be organizing our presidential and parliamentary primaries. Joy News, your election headquarters, is a place to watch a most comprehensive coverage. I will be watching. So should you. Welcome once again to your election headquarters. My name is Evans Benz and I'm here with Wingsing Amwa. And indeed, today, in the next uh, few hours, we will be focusing exclusively on the parliamentary and presidential primaries of the NDC. We began last night with the election eve special, a lot developed whilst on the program, including a dropout of the Tokabnando 4. Although many say it is a done deal now for candidate John Mahama. At least many expected Dr. Kabla Dufour and Kojo Bonsu to make the race interesting. But what an anticlimax this presidential race has been, following Dr. Dufour pulling out at the 11th hour. We left with no choice 
but withdraw from the presidential election as I cannot contest the election which is blatantly fraught with irregularities regardless of all my efforts to draw the attention to same. It is a two-horse race now between a well-marketed John Mahama and a man who is calling on the 355,000 delegates plus to bring a... The new Chevy Silverado HD puts you in command. Own strength with its enhanced available Duramax 6.6-liter turbo diesel V8. Own the lake with its available advanced towing technology. And own technology with an available 13.4-inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy Silverado HD. Own work, own play, own life. Learn more at Chevy.com. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Employers are on the lookout for defined skills, and a University of Phoenix business degree is built on them, giving you the skills to stand out. Plus, eligible transfer credits could cover up to 75% of your bachelor's. Get started at phoenix.edu. Whether she's a pet mom, a plant mom, or the mom who raised you, celebrate Mother's Day this year with the gift she'll use all the time. Get up to $400 off Peloton Tread, Row, Guide, or Bike Packages, and choose from accessories like our heart rate band, Row Mat, Cycling Shoes, and more. This is the perfect gift for mom to explore what gets her moving. Whether she has 5 or 20 minutes, she can choose from classes like techno rides, country walks, or an 80s row. All access membership and guide membership separate. Offer ends May 14, 2023. Excludes Peloton Tread, Row, Bike, and Bike Plus Basics, and Peloton Guide Standalone. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. To every woman with a will and a workbench. Every mom with a miter saw she's not afraid to use. Every daughter with a drill and the drive. To the women who get their nail guns together. The ones who are welding the gap. The same ones who DIY like no one's watching. At the Home Depot, we see the potential in you because you see the potential in everything. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. You know it pays to protect your engine. But did you know that with Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Motor Oil, it pays in more ways than one? Not only does it help extend engine life, saving you in the long run, but right now you can get a $20 digital gift card to top retailers like Hotels.com, Topgolf, and Uber. Get Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Motor Oil at a participating retailer or ask for it in your next oil change at a participating location to qualify. Pennzoil. Long may we drive. Offer ends 9-30-2023. Terms apply. See Pennzoil.com slash rewards for details. Scott for Scott's here. Ah, a good track and feed the soul. And while this might be music from the heavens, it's not going to feed your lawn. If your yard needs some life, then you need Scott's Turf Builder. You just put it down once now, then again this summer to thicken your lawn and get it grown strong. Ooh, that's some lush lawn vibes right there. Get a bag of Scott's Turf Builder today. It's guaranteed or your money back. Feed your lawn. Feed it. Fresh face. Just like the EIU stated, Will Kojo Bonsu 
cause an upset. Self Ghanaians and I die. Ghana will miss a lot because I believe I have a lot. If you check my track record, everything I touch is gold. So why don't I touch Ghana for Ghana to see gold? It is my hope that my colleagues with whom I am standing for the presidential primaries, we would come together as one after I have emerged as the presidential candidate, rally together in order to ensure that NDC wins the victory. They've said a lot of things. They've put corruption tag on him. A whole lot of things. Like Omar Seno, they've said a whole lot of things against him. MPP has really soiled him. He doesn't stand a better chance. Mm. Let's bring somebody new, somebody fresh, mm. so that the swing voters wouldn't have anything mm. to say against mm. President Mahama. At this stage, Ghana demands experience not experiments very tough and that is one of the things that i see myself doing very well As you see, Dr. Kamal Dufour disappearing now into the background. It promises to be an interesting election, especially at the parliamentary level now. And we'll be focusing a lot on the parliamentary races across the country. Key constituencies to look at will be Ningo Prompram, Setra from Plains, Ina Shantaraging, Adentan constituency, Ayawaso West Wagon. We'll touch base with all our correspondents in every constituency across the country today. This is your election headquarters. The road to the Jubilee House begins for the NDC right now. And indeed, we are set to go. What are your expectations today? Well, a lot, Evans. You know that um, today, for me, the main election is the parliamentary elections because we know that. I mean, we had all expected John Mahama to win the presidential elections. The conversation was, uh, you know, the percentage that he would win by. We expected Dr. Dufour to give him, uh, you know, some competition, even though we knew Dr. Dufour was not going to win. But now that he's pulled out of the race, can Kojo Bonsu do the trick? I am not sure. And so the focus will be on the parliamentary elections. And the NDC's quest to winning the 2024 parliamentary elections and presidential elections would, you know, draw so much on the parliamentary elections. And I'll tell you why. Because this election could go into a second round, as we've seen in previous years, 2000, 2008, for instance. If that happens, the party 
with the largest number in parliament, highest number of parliamentarians, can always go back to delegates and say, the electorates and say, I have parliament, mm. so why don't you vote for me? Mm. So that's why for me, that is where the elections are. Indeed, and let's start tonight from the NDC headquarters where my colleague MFR Powell is joining us right now with all the action because this is going to be the center, the nerve center of today's national elections. Hello, MFR Powell. What's uh, the feel like in the strong room of the NDC headquarters? And I can see in your background that uh, it's set. Yes, all is set, set right here at the election headquarters. I, I should say is the NDC headquarters this time round. Like you, like you said, is the NEF center, is the command center, and it's a rather a slow start, I would say. But with security is ready. The chairman of the election uh, committee in Pal, in, right here at the NDC, has been interacting with me a while ago, uh, Kaka Samoa, and he tells me that the party is ready. All is set for them to start today. But interestingly, Evans. It's 7.15 as we speak, but the EC is yet to get here, even though we're told that the party or the election starts at 7. And I've been interacting with Kakwe Samoa and asking him how come that is happening. But he says they are hopeful that the EC will get here because we know that this is an election center as well. Most of the delegates, most of the national executives will be voting here. But as it stands now, nothing is happening just yet. The EC is yet to get here for election to start. But we are hopeful that the EC will come once the EC has given them their word that they will be here, they will come. But if we know what has happened here over the period, at least, and this is where collation will be done. Every result will be piped through here to the strong room that has been set up here at the NDC headquarters. Then we'll know that um, at the end of it all, when everything is set and done, this is where declarations amongst others will also be done officially. He's also been telling me about the last minute pullout or withdrawal of Dr. Kwabna Dufo, even though as a chairman of the election committee, he has not been officially informed. They were surprised to hear that uh, this is what is happening. They were hopeful that they will have the contest of all three and then at the end of it all they will know who will lead the party into the next election for next year but as it stands now they've taken it as it is but like you've been told already he mentioned that the party will go ahead and declare his results as and when it comes in just like it will be nothing changes on the ballot paper it will be the same but the party as it stands now very very disappointed but at the last count i would say uh, the weather is good at adabraka live from the ndc headquarters police detail have been uh, released here at the last count i'm sure the cameraman will pan for you to see I can count at least up to about 20 or so of the number of security people who have been detailed here to give security uh, for this place. At least uh, Alex Begbefia and amongst others. These are the two members of the committee that I've seen together with Kakwe Samoa who are already here to ensure that election is smooth at the NDC headquarters for those who will be voting. But as it stands now, Evans, it's a slow start at the NDC headquarters, which is supposed to be the command center, the nerve center for everything to happen in terms of this particular election but we're here as your election strong room to give you all that happens as and when it happens by the minute Evans and I can see MFR power that clearly security uh, folks are ready uh, but this is also going to be a voting center the NBC headquarters is also going to be a voting center correct exactly yeah 
and we expect a lot of the big yes parts. correct it's yes. going to be a voting center like i said earlier but as it stands now i don't know about all other centers we we expect all the national executives most of them say this is their polling station and they will be voting here they are only supposed to provide their national id card amongst others their voter id card to show but as it stands now evans as i speak to you the last check is 718 the electoral commission officials are yet to set up here at the NDC headquarters, which is supposed to be a voting center. But the party is hopeful that the EC has given them their word and they will be here for voting to start. So as we speak, voting has not started at the NDC headquarters, which is supposed to be the NEF center of this entire election. Okay. Uh, uh, MFA, please stand by for me for a second, because let's check at Ayawaso West Wagon, where my colleague... Samuel Mbura is standing by. I'll come back to MFA at the uh, headquarters pretty shortly. But then that's the headquarters where voting is supposed also to be happening right now. It's supposed to start at uh, 7. You wonder, if the headquarters hasn't started voting, what's the story elsewhere across the country? Let's start with Ayawasa West Wagon, uh, where uh, Samuel Mbura is standing by right now. Uh, Samuel, um, what's the situation in Ayawasa West Wagon? This is one of the constituencies we were keenly anticipating, but as it turns out, in that parliamentary contest, which was supposed to be the real deal, that ain't happening today. What can you report? Right, so I'm reaching live from the forecourt of the meteorological agency at Mimpeasem. Uh, here at the Ayawaso West Wagon constituency. Unlike the NDC headquarters where voting has not started, uh, at exactly 7 o'clock a.m., the first uh, person to cast his ballot was here. I spoke with him briefly, one George Agana, who says, um, I mean, uh, he's elated that the election or the voting has uh, started uh, early. Uh, we know very well that this constituency, they will be uh, casting the ballots for the presidential the parliamentary is still on hold. But right behind me, uh, you can see that everything is ready. The ESO officials are, are, are seated. And the voting uh, centers have been divided into A and B uh, at the same forecourt. And the security, I must say, is also tight here. Um, right on my left here, you can see the police officers that have been deployed. I can count about 12 of them here um, to ensure or who are here to ensure that they maintain law and order. So I have been speaking with the chairman of the constituency, Mr. Bobby Aite. I'll just get to him briefly for details on this election, what is currently happening here. He tells me that the issues surrounding the parliamentary bid of the election has not been sorted out. A reason we have, uh, we are not uh, seeing the election of the parliamentary candidates, which involves uh, John Dumelo, Fred Nyama, and one other candidate. So let me just get to Mr. Bobby Aite to give us uh, details to this election. Uh, good morning, sir. Thank you for joining us on um, the election headquarters on Joy News. Good morning. So, how many uh, delegates are expected to cast their ballots here? I'm expecting 1,863 plus. Consequency executives, 28. And they are coming from how many polling stations? We have 207 polling stations. Yes. So we are expecting, you can see, they are already here. The Electoral Commission, they are on point. They were here exactly 6 a.m. We've arranged everything. Voting has started. So it's an opportunity for all branch executives within the consequency. I was so west to work on, and across the country, wherever they are voting. 
the voting has started. If how, how did that play out for you? Because we know some constituencies have not started. Is it the case that you had an earlier engagement with the ESO officials or they came here earlier uh, by themselves? Electoral Commission was engaged and the time was established. So I'm sure um, I can say possibly my constituency election director is on point for being here on time, materials, everything is on time. The police are also here. My delegates are arriving gradually. Some will be coming by means of transport. The cars are already in their various wars. So I hope by close of day we'll have a fruitful election. All right, so let's talk about the main issue, the outstanding issue that has to do with the parliamentary bid. What is actually the problem? There is no much problem. The party has a structure and they survey every constituency. When they realize that there is something that they need to do, some extra work that they need to do, they will ask you to hold on. So in the wisdom of the party, which I support, of course, we are working on modalities to ensure that we get a right candidate and also a candidate that can win the 2024 parliamentary here. That is what we are looking for. So whatever the case may be, there will be a candidate. There will be a candidate. So you have not vetted the, the candidates yet? Mr. John Dumelo and Fred Nyama. Uh, there are two, right? Or there's another candidate? There are three. Yes, there are three currently. Okay, so uh, when is this going to be done? When are you going to sort this issue out? Um, the first hurdle is what we are dealing with today. So I believe after this, the functional executives will meet and schedule date for. Not only Ayawaso, there are other constituencies per communique issue by our Deputy General Secretary, Lawyer Barbara Samurai. That communique indicated clearly some few constituencies. Some, there are areas if not the open nominations at all. All those constituencies will definitely, in the wisdom of the party, will have representative to canvas for vote for presidential and parliamentary in the upcoming 2024 general election. So what are the responses from the grassroots, the delegates, um, so far as this parliamentary election is is concerned? Others are having their parliamentarians or their PCs uh, elected today, but yours is, is quite different. Yes, uh, they are aware. We've spoken with them, the decision of the party. Okay, so as party workers, I would consider us as party workers at the branch level, they also understand uh, national leadership. So when they come out with a directive, the important thing is that you communicate to them that this is what the party is saying. So they are comfortable with it. And all our arsenals, we are channeling it to this particular exercise today by letting a flag bearer to lead the National Democratic Congress in the 2024 So what are your expectations? Uh, what time are you expected to end these elections? Yesterday uh, at the press conference, the national executives made mention by 4 p.m. That should be done. Yes, exactly 4 p.m. will end poll and counting will start right away. By the next one hour after close of poll, the results will be out. All right, so Evers, that's the constituency chairman for the Ayahuasca West uh, Wagon constituency of the NDC. Uh, that's uh, Mr. Bismarck Bobby Aiti. But let me engage some of the delegates who are in queue to uh, vote. Good morning, thank you. Yeah, good morning. Thank you for joining us on the election headquarters yeah. on Joy News. Yeah, uh, my name is Sedo Gospel. Mm. Yes, I'm here to vote. How excited are you about the process? I can see that it, is, it started on a, a smooth. Yeah, the, pro- the process is, is, is going on well. Everything is started well. 
as usual. You are not voting parliamentary. Uh, how worried are you as a, I mean, a, a delegate yeah. on that issue? Yes, I'm a delegate. I'm coming to vote. I'm here to vote. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So how worried are you that you are not voting your parliamentary candidates today? Uh, no, not at all. But it's, it's something like, uh, is it parliamentary? Yeah, the parliamentary. But you are electing only your presidential candidates too. All right, so let me just move to another uh, vote, uh, I mean, delegate here. Good morning, sir. Thanks for joining us on election headquarters. Uh, I'm sure you are ready to cast your ballot for the presidential. What are your expectations? Oh, I'm happy reaching here. And I see, so the the queue, the queue too is not all that many. And I'm happy uh, to join it and do it very fast. But are you happy that you are not electing your parliamentary candidates today? I'm not. I'm not, because it's like... Uh, uh, we should do all at once. I like. I will be happy. We do it once and for all. Uh-huh. So whatever be the case, they have to sit down and do all those things so that we see that one too very fast. Uh. All right. So have other female delegates here. Let me talk to a few of them, and then I can hand over to you in the studio. So, uh, madam, thank you very much. Uh, which uh, police station are you coming from, or which of the wards are you coming from? Legon Ward. Legon Ward. Yes, please. All right. So. Um, I'm sure you are ready to cast your ballot. How happy are you about the entire process? I'm very much ready to cast my ballot. And I'm, I am thankful to God that this today has come to pass. And at the end of it, we will all have victory. But the challenge here is that you are expecting to get your parliamentary candidates elected today as well, like other constituencies. But the situation is different. Are you not worried about that? No, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. But I want it to come to pass. So. so what are your expectations at the end of the day? Everything will go on smoothly. All right. Yes. All right. Thank you. So let me also find out from you, which uh, of the areas are you coming from? I'm coming from the Lego Ward. Lego Ward. Yes. All right. So uh, what are your expectations for today's elections? Very, very exciting. Mm-hmm. It's free and fair. Mm-hmm. I believe it's going to be free and fair. No wahala. Unfortunately, you are not electing your parliamentary candidates. Are you not, uh, I mean, unhappy about that? No. The party has taken its decision, so we can't go beyond the party. The party is, is more important than any other person, so the party has taken its decision. Right. So we we'll just accept it and move on. All right. So, uh, Evans, you have some of the delegates who are in queue to cast their ballots. Uh, I spoke with uh, the aspirants. Uh, they tell me they'll be here by 8 a.m. to also cast their ballots. So I uh, asked them when they arrive. We'll definitely uh, give you the updates on what is happening at the forecourt of the meteorological agency here at Mimpersem in the Ayawasu West Wagon constituency. You can take it over from me here in the studio. You know, these um, delegates and find out from them how they intend to vote in the presidential election. It's a two-horse race now. Other persons who are still intending to vote for Dr. Kabnadu for, for instance, as a way of a protest, if you could find out from them, we'll be very glad. Samuel Mbura. Okay, I think... Um, okay, I doubt if someone can hear us. Um, we'll try and get someone back uh, for a bit more interaction with that because that is an interesting one. The fact that he dropped out of the race uh, yesterday is something we need to find out from the delegates. They, a lot of them are getting an opportunity for the first time, I guess, to process it and also to speak about the decision of the Dr. Kamal for to pull out. Um, uh, hello, Samuel. If you could hear me. We are, we are interested in finding out from the delegates there, giving us your quick reaction to... The, the pullout of Commander for overnight and the presidential also. Yeah. And now that he's pulled out, do you still have people in there who would, although he's out of the race, may still want to vote for him going forward? 
Okay. Um, it's slight delay there. Uh, let's yeah, I have a bit of a challenge here, but can, can you hear me? I can, yes. Can you, can you hear us? All right, so let me just... Yeah, I can hear you. Let me oh. just engage the delegates on, on that. But I've not uh, had any information on any of the delegates who, I mean, intended to vote for uh, Dr. Dufour, who has pulled out of the elections and all that. But I will just find out from them since uh, they are all here. Sir, uh, thank you for joining us on the election headquarters on Joy News. Uh, we know very well that last minute, Dr. Kobner Dufour had to pull out. Uh, what's your response or what's your reaction to that? It's good for him to pull out because he, 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 he know he, he don't have a... He signed the race, so fine. It's, it's for his own benefit. Right? The humiliation will be too much. He may, he may even get 1% or 0%, so it's okay. Okay, so it's not left with John Mahama and Kojo Bonsu. Oh, what, what, what are you yeah, expecting? No, the obvious choice. Kojo Bonsu is just, is just a passenger in the, in the, in the vehicle. It's John, uh, you see, we you know we need a winning horse. No, we're not going to try somebody again. We tried Akufado and look at us. It's not become a decent profile. No, no, we don't want John all the way. So, all right. Like, so you are also going for, I can see you wearing your mama's uh, t-shirt. Are you supposed to do this on the 14th day? Yes, of course. Because it's like, this one is a thank God for the, our, our uh, one aspirant to pull out. Uh, it's a very good idea and we thank him for that. And it's like on the post, that's why I wear the t-shirts. Today. But no, no, he's not going on a poll because Kojo Bonsu is still contesting him. No, for us, for them, they are jokers. They are jokers. So we are, we are as red to do something better for Ghana. We are not put, put ourselves on them. They are not have any business for, for this election we are going to do now. So we are serious people, serious business. We mean we are going to do serious business. So as for them. They should come so you in. think John Mahama is the right person to lead sure, you to sure. do this serious business? Sure. All right. So, sir, you, I mean, you are aware that Dr. Kobner Dufour has pulled out of the race. W what do you make of that? Oh, um, I think that's going to be good for him. So, And he also knows that Mahama is going to win the race. So that is why he had to pull down. And glory be to God. We just, you know, NDC is one big party, and then uh, we need to work together as one people in order to win position. So if he has withdrawn from, from it, I think it will be of benefit to him and the party so that he can work together with John Mahama and then at the end of the day, it's victory for NDC. All right. yeah. So uh, Evans, so the general impression here is that the delegates think that John Mahama is the right person to lead the party and we should not be surprised that at the end of the voting here at Ayahuasca West Wagon, he may get an overwhelming uh, victory from the delegates per what I am picking here and, and then in my interactions with the delegates. That is a, an interesting point. A lot of them now reacting to it. Happy uh, wasting that uh, Dr. Kamala Dufour has, has pulled out of this particular race uh, and they're giving reactions. Do they think it's, a, it's, it's in the interest of the party? Over? That's just one constituency. But this is supposed to be the stronghold of, uh, you know, um, Kamala Dufour as a greater Accra region. If, That's know, what they claim. If the That's analysis by Kofi Kukuba is anything to go by. Yeah. It's just one constituency. So I take it like, okay, it's a constituency. Let's wait. I mean, when we get to all the constituencies, we're finding out, for instance, mm. how they are voting. Somebody says that uh, John Omar is standing unopposed, so they're just going to vote a yes for him, and that's the end of it. It tells you the thinking of the party members. He says Kojobonsu is just a passenger. I mean, we had expected that um, if it was anybody who could, you know, take away some of John Mahama's votes, 
it was going to be Dr. Kwabnadi for, particularly in the Ashanti region, where there are some 61,000 delegates. Unfortunately, he stepped down. But uh, let's see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, Mustafa Bandi says they're still going to vote for him and give him his votes at the end of the day. Let's see what those votes will be. Uh, absolutely. And we're just coming from Ayahuasca West Wagon. I mean, now we know that that parliamentary race that would have been between John uh, Dumelo, Frederick, Nyama, and we know these are very close friends. This was a race a lot of people were looking forward to. Winston, yeah, um, and Moses Bayfi, a champion, but particularly because of the two gentlemen here, uh, two friends, two very close friends. Uh, he was his best man at, at the at the wedding, yeah. and they are both actors. But it's not happening today. It's only the presidential race that has become relevant in that particular constituency. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. Before I even get into the figures, I want to tell you something about this particular constituency. You know that um, post-election 2020, mm. John Dumelo had been in the Guan constituency, where yeah, he comes you from. You could actually write on it if you Yes, I mean, my handwriting is not that nice, so I'll let you do the writing. I just write, um, just go back, just go back to uh, that particular one. Yes, um, write 758 here. 758, okay? 758. And write 99. Just mm. a second here. Uh, yes, 99. I just want to do something for you. 99. Um, uh, 99. So, 99. Okay, 758. Okay, yes. Mm -hmm. And then 99. Separately? Yes, yeah, separately. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll explain this shortly. But first, let me tell you about why John Dumelo is in this constituency. Because it's very important that, you know, we clarify that also. And what could be affecting the party in this constituency? Yeah. Post-election 2020, John Dumelo did a lot of things in the Guan constituency. Like where he comes from, for instance. Now, the idea was that he was going to contest elections in the yet-to-be-created Guan constituency. Now, this is a constituency that had been nursed by lots of NDC uh, you know, members, particularly Fred Agbenu, for instance, who also hails from that particular area. He comes from Akwafu. Then, John Dumelo actually announces that he's going to go to Guan constituency. That was the original one. The original plan. But then the party says, hold on a minute. This is a seat we're going to win. No doubt about it. Your performance in election 2020 was significant. Now, let's just check 2020, the mm. figures, and that will tell you something. See, this is election 2020. But you didn't tell us the... I will tell you. I, I will tell you. I will tell you. Don't worry, I will tell you. This is election 2020. Mm -hmm. Lydia Al-Hassan, John Dumelo. A very close election. The party believes you are the one to actually win the seat for the NDC. Mm. Since the NPP started winning the seat, the NDC has never won it. Since 2000, okay, where Isaac Amo won, yeah. the NDC has never won the seat. And so they felt John Dumelo can actually do that. But then prior to that, since he decided not to contest, that's why he had all the issues. Now go back to uh, you know, this, these numbers. Now this is the results from 2019. Mm -hmm. John Dumelo and Madame Adoboy. John Dumelo had 758 votes. In the primary. In the primaries. And Madame Adaboy had 99 votes. So this that's, is... That's a huge gap. That's a huge gap. Now, Frederick Kwekunyama is just getting into the race. Yeah. And you've been in this game for a very long time. I'm sure all the things the party has been doing, including even the veterans sent a particular signal to you. Yeah. John Dumelo was convinced by the party to actually come and contest Ayahuasca West Wogon. Yeah. But, but that, that's where they pitched... The, the friends together because yes. he had argued that John Dumel has told him that he was not going to go and that's why he joined the race. In fact, that feud has been so intense. Part of the reason why the party have not managed to hold a parliamentary yeah. primary there today. 
And yet, there are some who have suggested that this inability to hold the primary, you know, even the vetting itself has been an issue. Some have suggested it's because the party, as you now been saying, wants to get John Romello to have a free pass, to have a pass, yeah. right, in today's elections. And that this individual here, his good friend and brother and, and you know, best friend, has been muzzled out of the race. And if they don't manage that properly, that could become another legal tussle in that. And because this man had directed billboards and he's been investing a lot. Oh, oh, Evans, <clears throat> you see, the thing about, I beg your pardon, the thing about elections yeah. is simply this. The party at the point in time will decide who they believe can win. And the party does research all the time. Why do you think that the NDC in 2020 focused on parliamentary elections? They focused mainly on parliamentary elections because the NDC's own research had shown them at the time that they were not going to win the presidential elections. Mm. So for the party, they believe that this is the man, mm. John Dumelo, is the guy who can win the NDC the Iowa West Wogan constituency election. Now, this is, an, I mean, uh, an elite area, elitist area. Ordinarily, you would think that this is an area that would go for the NPP. Mm -hmm. But his performance in the 2020 elections would show you that this man here can actually do the trick. Mm -hmm. And so if you are the NDC, you're thinking about it and saying, how about we bring you? But let me also state that elections are always like that. Sometimes, you know, you could come in the first time, you're a new candidate, you're a new phase, you bring a lot of freshness to the race, you get all the support, the next time you come, you perform poorly. Okay, so that's the situation there in, in, uh, in Ayahuasca. Well, that's another place we're going to be focusing a lot in the Central region, uh, is uh, on Asawasi. My favorite is Central Farm Place. We'll go there shortly live, because that's where Dr. Kamala before will be voting. And yesterday when we heard uh, from the party's uh, his spokesperson, sorry, he said he's going to be flying out today to go and vote and also show support for his son. Yeah. And the dynamics is Dufour's, uh, and I'm not saying Dufour, there are two Dufour's in that contest. There's a Dufour yeah, senior, Dufour junior. Dufour junior. But Dufour senior, his brother, you know, actually his cousin, is also the incumbent. So this is a proper family feud that's going yeah. to play out. I'm, I'm pretty sure that, but let's, we'll go there short. But let's look at um, um, the uh, Asawasi for, for a second. This is possibly um, Muntaka Mubarak's hardest contest yet, many have argued. Obviously, because of the, the, the acrimony coming in, his feud with the constituency executives, the fact that he's been, he's been, um, removed from, you know, the leadership position in Parliament. There is a sense you get when you speak to his camp that the powers that be in the party want him out. And this individual, Masawudu, who I'm told is a businessman, is very wealthy, he's been pumping a lot of money into the race. He is, his, is, is the, is the uh, favorite when it comes to the powers to use him as, as an opposition to Mubarak. I'll tell you one thing. This is a man I know very, very well. I've known him for the past 15 years or so. He's a businessman. Uh, Mubarak Masawudu is a businessman. Yeah. He, I mean, born and bred in that constituency. And his uncle is the former Hajj Committee chairman, former member of parliament of Yagabakubori, okay. Abdul Rauf Tanko. I will do some permutations shortly once I mention his uncle's name. Now, his father, who's deceased now, known in the community, loved by many. This is a guy who's assisted a lot of people to go to Mecca. And that's why I started by telling you his background. He's a businessman. 
you know, brought um, the Green Cross or White Cross into the country, did a lot of philanthropic things, you know, providing boreholes for people, helping people. In 2019, he was disqualified mm. from contesting, you know, Mubarak Muntaka. However, in 2023, that seems, I mean, the kind of, uh, you know, acrimony between him and the party at the time seems to have vanished. Now, if you hear Muntaka's chairman, Constituency Chairman of Asamwase, consistently attacking Muntaka, the only suggestion and impression I get is that that's the man that supports, yeah. you know, uh, Mubarak Masaudu. That's where the challenge is now. Now, Mubarak Muntaka is going to have the race of his life. This one, absolutely. This one is going to have the race of his <clears> life. <throat> Already, there are suggestions that he has become very unpopular in the constituency. He doesn't care about the constituents, one side of it. Another side says, well, following the contest by this guy, Muntaka, all of a sudden, has increased his motivation to party members. When I say motivation, you understand. Everybody understands that. Yes. And so, it's a, it's a very dicey election here. Mm. For many of the young ones in the constituency, Mubarak is the guy, I mean, Masaudi Mubarak is the guy to go to. Yeah. But for, many, for some also, they think that Muntaka, based on his standing even in the NDC, if there's one person that you think may get you there, if the NDC wins elections, it will be Muntaka. The conversation has been the fact that he's not really helped the constituency. Uh, in recent times, you're resorting to Facebook and everything. He showed you consistently how he's been helping. But, but here's, you make the point, and you talk about Muntaka, but we'll go to the constituency live. In fact, we should do that now, shouldn't we? Because uh, we can go the live and, and get in my colleague, uh, Nanayao Jima, who is standing by uh, for us. Nanayao Jima, thanks for joining us on your election headquarters. And I know where you are now is a hotbed of political activity. There's far more to look at uh, on the screens here in terms of Muntaka's uh, gravitas going in and the performance in the last general elections. But give us a sense of what the stage is right now going into this awesome contest, the Clash of the Titans, Muntaka's fiercest contest yet at Asawasi. the sound challenge with um, uh, my colleague there as you can see is set okay we can we can go now indeed yes so Evans as I was saying this is the first time in eight years Honorable Muntaka is getting a contest in the Asawasi constituency and is promising to be a very difficult one for both candidates um, so far from what we've got we've been gathering here at Asawase, it sounds like Honorable Mubarak is gathering momentum within the Asawase constituency. Um, a number of the youth are, you know, gravitating towards his area. A lot of the youth that have been speaking to are excited about his candidature. So it's it will be very difficult for Honorable Muntaka to beat him once again to this um, election or to, to, to represent the constituency in the general election. Uh, but before we talk about Asawasi proper, I have with me the General Secretary of the NDC in Ashanti region, Dr. Amwakohene. He's a very busy man this morning, so um, we'll be having a brief conversation with him 
about how the election is going so far in the Ashanti region. Um, Doc, good morning. Welcome to Joy News. Um, you've been you've been around some of the constituencies. Um, what is happening on the ground now? Okay, thank you very much. So um, the region is generally calm for the elections, and everything is set and in place for that. All we are waiting for is for the officials, I mean the officiating officials, that the EC, to come on board and then to start with the elections. Here in Asamwasi, I'll be supervising myself, obviously, for the breeding tension among the other things. Here we are expecting about 1,882 branch delegates coming to uh, votes in addition to constituency and some former appointees. Across the entire region, we are looking about 64,000 delegates voting at various centers. In Ashanti region, we are aware that presidential candidates are left with two, uh, John Dramani Mahama, former president, and then Kojo Bonsu. For the parliamentary candidates, we have 107. But as we speak now, we have only 92 of them standing for contest at the various constituencies. So we are voting at um, 37 different constituencies for the uh, parliamentary and then we are voting at 46 different centers for both parliamentary and then presidential. What, what, has, what, what has account to the disparity in numbers? So there are some constituencies where we are uh, measure south. We are not voting for either parliamentary or presidential. Mampa, we are voting for only presidential. Adansia Soka, we are voting for only presidential. And then the Bekwai, Akrufu, Obwasi East, Mensha North, Tafu, all these, Asanta Achim Central, all these constituencies had unopposed candidates and per section 12.5 of our guidelines if you are standing unopposed you are declared elected so in all these constituencies you're not going to have parliamentary elections you're not going to have the presidential election in addition to Kumau, Kumau we have a candidate already so we only vote for presidential elections in Kumau. so generally that is how it looks like uh, so far we have just some few constituencies that we're looking at having extra security because of the nature of the campaigns and the dynamics. So, since we are in Asawase, let's concentrate on the constituency. You spoke about brewing tension within the constituency. Um, what exactly are you talking about? You know, give us um, insight into that. Okay, so. Both candidates are hopeful of victory in this election. And usually when the elections are very close, I mean, there is a two-horse race, you realize that the supporters are usually anxious and uh, suspicious of every move that is being made. And that really accounts for the unrest whatsoever, apprehension that may set in with regards to the supporters. But we have tried as much as possible to be fair in the process and also to explain every little step that we take to the people so that they all know that we are in for the interest of the party. Because this is one of the seats, the safe seats we have in Ashanti region. And we don't want to do anything that would jeopardize our chances so far as this seat is concerned. And if we will be able to do that, we need to make sure that our process are fair to both candidates. So, yes, they are apprehensive. They are not too certain about their chances in terms of the elections because it's not too clear for any of the candidates and in such elections you need to be 
extra careful. So that is what we're doing so far to make sure that we carry every candidate and their supporters along so that the outcome of the elections will be accepted by all and we don't have any litigations whatsoever after the elections. So after um, this interview, I would want us to talk about the security details within the constituency. We have a number of policemen within the um, premises. Already before I got here, I cited a number of these policemen also outside the um, electra or the, where the election is happening. So it looks like there's a lot of tension within the Asuasi constituency because of the candidates or the nature of the candidates that are standing in this election and also how um, because the, 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 the um, constituency is a safe one for the NDC, they would want to work to protect this constituency. Um, we know that um, over the years the NPP has been working so hard to win this constituency. Um, with what is happening within the NDC here in Asuase, um on the back of this tension between the party chairman and also the um, uh, MP now, and also we, we know that um, there have been a lot of discussion um, you know, trying to make peace between these two camps. And the election that we are having today has further deepened the um, divisions in this constituency. How are you working towards ensuring that even after the election, the NDC is able to close its ranks and work towards ensuring that once again the NDC win their Swansea seats? Okay, so what's uh, the happiness in the executive body in Aswansi is not uh, something new. It's it usually comes up during primaries because the executives are allowed to pitch camps. And usually when you allow the executives to pitch camps, you usually have these things. But in all our primaries, as we always hold them, after the primaries, we reconcile and bring everyone on board and move forward. So definitely after this primaries, I mean, this process has been even peaceful as compared to the previous process where Honorable Muntaka went on a post. But even with that one, we were still able to patch up and still win the seat massively and convincingly. So we're going to do that again in this election. After the primaries today, whoever wins is going to extend a hand of fellowship to the others, uh, the supporters who unfortunately did not make it including the candidates. And we're going to facilitate that process as a region in ensuring that we protect the seat. I mean, these are normal occurrences. For our uh, colleagues on the other side in the MPP, they haven't challenges with most of their constituencies, where they even get independent candidates, where they are not even able to conduct elections, including Mampong. They don't have even constituency executives. Yet they are hopeful that they'll keep that seat, which is not going to happen anyway. Here, we only have executives elected who have decided that it is their right to support candidate A or candidate B. And they're conducting themselves in, in, in a very cordial manner but they are just assertive that this is the candidate I want, and that's the candidate. We are uh, members of the, the Democratic Party, I mean, and we believe that after this whole process, once it is an inter- internal democratic process, we need to be able to come together, win 2024, win a seat, and make sure that we make history in protecting this seat and also winning 2024. Doc, hold on for me briefly. I'll come back to you. So, if you look behind me, this is where the election itself is supposed to take place. As you can see, the policemen are seated. Um, the um, tables and chairs have been set up. But we are yet to see officials of the Electoral Commission bringing 
their materials for the setup proper to come down. Um, as you can see, there are others, um, delegates who are also around. They are all waiting for the electoral commission to come around so that the election can start. So what many are asking is, when exactly are we seeing the electoral commission coming from, for the real process to start? Um, finally, before you leave us, Doc, when are we seeing them? Okay, so yesterday we had some of the ballot papers arriving. You are, I mean, privy to you, the challenges we had with the court issues and the delay has occurred yesterday. So yesterday, as late as 8 p.m., we had some of the ballot papers in town. We sorted all of them. But we have some arriving this morning. So from here, I'm going to the EC head office. We're going to sort them and we're going to start the process. It wouldn't take long. Yes, there is, it's been like an hour in doing that. So I'm sure that in the next hour, we should be able to start the process and get it done. And here, too, we're going to have two separate polling stations so that we will be able to get the process as smoothly and as quickly as possible. And then, so maybe in the next hour, we should be able to start the process. So it's a few minutes to... 8 a.m. So it means that um, about 9, around 9 a.m. we'll have the EC come in and um, the real election or the real process will begin. So it is the search for the next parliamentary candidate for the NDC in Asomase constituency. Mind you, Honorable Munteka Mubarak is in his second decade as MP for the constituency. For the past eight years, Honorable Munteka Mubarak has not had a contest here in the Asomase constituency. This one or this contest is bringing life to the Asomase constituency. A lot of the people are seeing this for the first time. Um, some of the delegates are excited that we have someone contesting Muntaka Mubarak in the Asomase constituency. Already, some of them are trooping in to um, cast their ballots, though the EC is not in yet. As we're on my way, within the Asomase constituency generally, you realize that something is happening. A lot of people are anticipating um, the um, whoever comes or emerge as winner, um, a lot of NDC flags and other materials in town to, s- to signify that there is something happening here in the Asawasu constituency today. Uh, and, and Nana, clearly Asawasu is ready to go, considering the, the, the secretary himself in the region is stationed at that particular uh, venue, tells you they are placing a lot of emphasis there. But beyond Asawasu, I know you've also you know, done a report for us as a, a part of our build-up on central front planes. And, and I know you are keeping an eye on that, on that part of the Ascent Region 2. We're going to be crossing over there shortly. Give us a sense of what the reaction has been in Ashanti Region to the pooling out of the race of Dr. Kwabandufo. Remember, this is his, he believes Ashanti Region is his constituency, that whole region. And if he was going to you know, create a significant dent in the, you know, chances of John Mahama, who would have ridden on the back of Ashanti region. I know you've, doing, you've been doing a lot of work in the build-up for us, analyzing the various constituencies. Has this sunk in yet in the Ashanti region, the home region of Dr. Kwabana Dufo? What are people saying about that withdrawal? And if you have some delegates around where you are, it would be good to get a sense from them uh, how they are reacting to one of your own pulling out of the race. So I don't think that um, Dr. 
Kamaradu Fo's um, withdrawal from the election will make much of an impact because um, from yesterday I've been talking to some of the delegates who believe that whether he was in the race or not, John Mahama was going to cross um, over 90% um, when it comes to the uh, ballots that will be cast today. So it, though he, he, has, he has pulled out some of his... Um, um, the delegates who supported him are not happy about the decision for him to pull out. Um, it sounds or it looks like it wouldn't have much of an impact on this election. Now, the attention will focus on the parliamentary election within the various constituencies because um, going around talking to some of the delegates, it sounds or looks, uh, even though I haven't done any um, research on the ground, it looks like, like it was a foregone conclusion for John Mahama that he was going to lead the NDC in the country or to the general election. So even though he has pulled out, um, it looks like he wouldn't have made much of an impact within this election. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't want to say much about the candidate of Mr. Kojobonsu. He is also a son of the Ashanti region. Um, he was um, KMA mayor some time ago. A number of people... Uh, could relate to him, but it looks like this is not the time for any of these candidates. It looks and sounds as if John Mahama is already leading the NDC to the general election. So um, I would go ahead and get and try to get some of the delegates to speak to. Um, earlier, I cited I cited the um, PRO or the communications officer for the constituency here, and um, I would be taking his thoughts about um, his, uh, Mr. Dufour's withdrawal, Dr. Dufour's withdrawal from the um, election. Garden Boy, welcome to join us. Um, yesterday, the news came out that um, Mr. Dr. Dufour would no more contest in the election. Um, how do you take it as someone within the NDC who have played a lot of roles in the NDC in the Asamasi constituency, to be specific? Uh, it's a welcoming news, a refreshing news uh, to read the party faithfuls of the NDC looking at the kind of resources and investment prospective candidates of the various presidential and parliamentary uh, elections have made going into this election. So any last minute hitch from the camp of Honorable Dr. Kwabina Dufour would have been what disastrous. So when the leadership of the party at the national level uh, and the uh, Council of Elders met with the leadership of uh, Dr. Tufour for him to withdraw the case and discontinue the case. It became uh, a, a refreshing and a welcoming news to, what, to most of us, uh, the NDC Faith Force. How, how is that a welcoming news? Because it's, there's, it's a contest, and we're expecting all the candidates to you know, stand this contest, go the full race, and let's see who is best fit for the NDC. Does it mean that the NDC already had um, a candidate in mind? Yeah, for sure. If you look, make a, an, a political, a deep political introspection on the chances of the NDC winning the 2024 general elections, you will get to understand the fact that His Excellency President John Dramani Mahama 
is very appealing to what to most of the Ghanaian voters. So the NDC was able to what to inform most of Ghanaians of the good side of His Excellency John Dramani Mahama. So any candidate vying against him in the internal contest of the NDC would have what would have been a, a candidate who is going to what diminish the fortunes of the NDC. So we were even appealing to what to the party faithful to allow the former president to go on opposed. But you know we are what a, ten, a party of democratic principles. If somebody has picked form to contest against him, it's refreshing. But if you look at the quantum of work, the investment John Dramani Mahama has made in this country, he has been the, uh, the, the, the one of the most successful president the fourth republic has, what, has ever produced. Based on his prospect, based on what he has done, we, the NDC faithful, think that he's the best candidate to remedy the poor and hardship Ghanaians are going through under this what, MPP administration. So to us, we think John Dramani Mahama is the best candidate. Any candidate contesting against him is, going, is, is doing that on the basis that maybe they have selfish or individualistic what, personal motive. But the collective interest of the party is supreme. And most of the, uh, those who have the collective interest of the party are we what, the grassroots and the delegate. Right. And we think President John Dramani Mahama is the best candidate to lead the NDC to glory and victory going into 2024. Right. Thank you very much. That's the view of the communications director for the Aswase constituency about the withdrawal of um, Dr. Dufour from the election. So we'll continue to stay on the ground. What I can see now is that um, some of the delegates are now coming in. The party chairman and um, some men just walked into um, the electoral or the area where we are having the election. So more of them continue to troop into the, uh, the, the, the Kumasi Central Mosque for the election. Elijah Juma, I'm curious. We, we are curious, right? Yes. Because we are seeing that almost all the executives have come to Nasawasi. Why are they all in Nasawasi and Elijah Juma? What's the intel? What's it about Nasawasi that gets all of them there? Okay, that's that's Dodovi there. Uh, you can see almost almost everybody who was yeah. in the NDC. So it's, become, it's, become, no, it's, it's become and, and you see certain things work in politics sometimes. When the whole system is against you, it's two things: either you lose or you win. Yeah. Sometimes you get sympathy from your you know electorate who say, "Why is everybody against this man?" But we like him. Sometimes also, it's only a confirmation of what I mean. The time is up. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the time, time is, is up. up. Is Muntaka's time up? That's the critical question. No, but from everything I've seen today, considering that they have four constituencies in the Ashanti region yeah. where they, they yeah, can't have members yeah. of parliament, it, to have all the you know, executives focusing almost exclusively on Asawa, it tells you a story. And this is, okay, so that is, in, in a shot there is uh, Sam George, and, and this is the, another constituency that is going to be one of the titanic clashes of Ningo all time, Ningo Pram Pram. We're going to be crossing what they're live very shortly. Stay with us. And we're also going to go to Adenta um, Constitution. But let's quickly wrap up on Muntaka Mubarak yes. because there's a lot of action we need to get to, to quickly. But that's the thing, right? There, there, there is just this... It appears there's this grand conspiracy to get him out of the place. And you had the communications officer almost suggesting, oh, yeah, I mean, this, you know, I mean, this, you know, the pullout, etc., and you get a sense that it appears that, you know, the executive, and he's been fighting the constituency. In fact, I was a point where he was accused yes. by the constituency chairman, exec chairman yeah. of actually being part of a, of a, of a crime.
Yes. And he has shielded him, right? So going into this, that, the place has become very toxic for him. He's almost standing alone in this fight. Look, it's, and, and, and that's where the problem is. So, you know, when, when he was fighting, he had a lot of people around him at the time. And, and it's because we can speak to this. I yes, mean, because yeah. the, oh, you, the, you, you, you deliver the numbers. Look at this. Let me tell you something. Um, it's a constituency I know very well. Right from, I mean, Mutaka came into parliament in 2005, actually. Yeah. He didn't contest in 2004. Uh, uh, you know, Adamu Jibril died in 2005. And so there was a by-election, yeah. and then he, he came. Won. But let's just leave everything and st- uh, stick to 2016 and 20. 20- because that's key. That's key. In 2016, for instance, the race very close. The conversation at the time, and the man who contested Muntaka and gave him a run for his money, actually became the MCE. Yeah. So the conversation at the time was that make him MCE so he can endear himself to the people and eventually unseat Mohamed Mubarak Muntaka. But then in 2020, he won convincingly. Yeah, I mean... 66.4% of the votes. His best performance yet. 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 In, in, what, five elections? Yes. So that would tell you that this is the man. Unfortunately, prior to 2020, I told you about that young man, Masaoud Mubarak, who was contesting him, and who now, and there were instances where you had national executives together with Mohamed Mubarak, with Masaoud Mubarak, actually breaking their fast. Typical, I mean, clear example was um, uh, Joseph Yamin. Yeah. He, together with Masawudu, joined other Muslims to break their fast. And by the way, Yamin is also an origin. Yes. Originates from the Ashanti region. From the Ashanti region. Yeah. Is Mohammed Mubarak Muntaka's time over? But this is why, if you look at the numbers, it still doesn't make sense to me why if indeed the pictures that we are seeing and the optics is true, why the party wants him out so badly now? Especially when in the last elections, he's delivered for you your biggest margin of victory yet in Asawasi. So why would you want... This is a wrong time. He has momentum on his side. He's shown you he can deliver the numbers. He's performed even, even creditably there. Why do you want him out now? Do you remember after they were removed as lead, leadership, his argument was that we're close to the primaries this is the worst time you do that. It is. It, it, so is it, is it a case... So, sorry. Is it a case of the John Mahama factor? That the perception that he's not a John Mahama person and so he must be thrown out under the bus? Well, that's something you hear probably. But um, for Muntaka, if you see all his uh, posters, he actually goes with John Mahama, of course. I mean, you can't go with, with any candidate apart from John Mahama. Yeah. But he has this, you know, uh, he and John Mahama on the posters indicating that he supports John Mahama. Well, Evans, um, in the coming hours, we would know yeah. whether this is the last show for Muntaka Mohamed. Look, there's going to be some significant casualties, significant surprises. Is Muntaka going to be part of that? We don't know yet. Quickly, um, uh, Naya Juma, before we wrap up and cross over to other parts of the country, um, well, we're just wondering, why is there this uh, significant focus on Asawasi among the executives, both national and in the Ashanti region, everybody seems to be where you are. Meanwhile, there are four other constituencies that they hold on to in the Ashanti region that they should be focusing on. What, what, what is your guess? What, what feeling are you getting? Why are they focusing so almost exclusively on Ashawase? So, if you look at the demographics, uh, Ashawase is the only seat for the NDC within Kumasi proper. So the others are outside Kumasi, and they would want to keep the Asawasi seat. 
and also if you look at or if um, you do a little a deep investigation into its issues within the Asomasi constituency, the NDC is very divided and this is where the most of their um, votes comes from when it comes to the Ashanti region. So they would want to do anything possible to ensure that they keep the numbers within the Asomasi constituency. So we have a lot of these um, party faithfuls, especially the executives, coming in to ensure that peace prevails and also they are able to cast their ballot peacefully and get the best candidate to represent the NDC within their Asomasi constituency. So um, from all indications, it sounds like um, the Asomasi constituency is very, very important for the NDC. And it's also a seat that the NPP has been eyeing for a very long time. Um, with Wuntumi launching Operation M4747 in 2020 general election, the main focus was on the Asawansi constituency. If the MPP is able to win the Asawansi constituency, it means that the MPP has been able to break the um, dominance of the NDC here in Asawansi, and also they've been able to break their front in the Ashanti region. So the NPP will need this seat to make a statement. So um, whatever happens, the NDC sees this as a very important one for them. And if they will continue to win the seat, it depends on who is elected as the, 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 the candidate, the parliamentary candidate for the NDC within the Aswansi constituency. So it's very important for them. Jima, uh, we're going to be staying with you a while longer later, so please stay with us. As I want to say, it's one of the places you are focusing. We'll go to other places in Ashanti region pretty quickly. But here's the thing. From, from, uh, as, from, from Asawase, oh, goodness me, you can see in your shot there, one of the places we are going next is Ningo Pram Pram. Who is that gentleman on the phone in, in almost like uh, military fatigue? <laughs> well, that's uh, Sam uh, Jata George. Okay. Uh, you can see him. Uh, I mean, earlier he was dancing. Was he really dancing? Uh, seems a very happy man. I don't know what he knows or whether it's admin already, but of course, uh, by 6 p.m. we will know. Yeah. Let's focus now. And I'm not, thank you very much. Stand by for us. We'll return to you pretty quickly, but let's move into the action uh, that we are seeing there in Ningo Pram Pram. This is your election headquarters. This is our special coverage of the NDC's presidential and parliamentary primaries. You are live on Joy 99.7 FM. You are live on Joy News Channel. You are live on, uh, on our many social media platforms, on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, and across the board indeed. Also, on my Joy online.com. My name is Evans Mintz and I'm here with Winston Amor. And let's go live now to the pictures that you see on your screen. Sam George in conversation with some, I believe, of the delegates being trailed very closely by a well-armed police officer. Yes, Evans, uh, well, he's a member of parliament and members of parliament today have uh, police protection. So I'm just thinking, uh, you know, that's... Um, uh, you know, his, his, uh, police detail. his police detail, you know, following him as he goes around, you know, responding to chairs, giving some directions here and there. He's, he's, he's orchestrating things, you know, showing hands and that's the man is a big man. He's the man who likes the <laughs> optics. You know, he, you, you know him already. Like, you know, he likes to, you know, he likes the optics and all of that. He, so. like, he does. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, it's, it's normal. Let, let, let's go live to um, another very uh, diabolical uh, member of the political team who today is stationed there. Where the action we expect? 
is going to be pretty fierce and intense. Um, Joseph Akable. Joseph Akable, thank you very much. And I know you are there. You are salivating, waiting for this contest to open. In our short is St. George. What else can you tell us? Give us the, give us a full picture. I mean, I think you've, you've painted quite a vivid picture of uh, what is exactly happening here. I mean, we see Sam George in his usual elements there. Uh, what you see in your shots happening now is that he's organizing the delegates whom uh, he has provided some transportation for. So you see the STC intercity coaches that are just arriving with persons that we believe or he believes to be uh, his supporters. Uh, these are individuals that he has made buses available to them and he's personally coordinating them. Uh, he's promised me that he's going to speak to us shortly. He says he wants the voting to advance a bit. Uh, the voting just started and you can see uh, Mr. George in your shots there. I don't know whether Evans, you want to say hi to him. Uh, Mr. George, can we get a brief word from you? Hi. How is it going? Smooth. I mean, I'm always interested in what you wear for your uh, such polls. I remember what you wore the last time when I came here. Uh, tell us, I mean, what was this outfit about? It looks quite interesting. There's nothing interesting about us. The NDC is Jata and it's GM2024 working for the 100,000 votes in Pram Pram during the general election. I mean, in terms of how this particular contest will be, there are some who are looking at the last one and saying that, look, you won by seven votes. Things may be very tight this time around. Uh, do you agree with that analysis or you think it's a different ballgame altogether? They don't only go from, from 6 p.m., they'll get the answer. Um, is that to say that you are confident that this is a Sam George victory? Resounding one. The gap will be bigger than the seven votes that we saw the other time? You understand resounding. Resounding victory. I mean, you don't have any doubt at all. I mean, I saw an interview you granted. This is going to be one of the best elections I've had. Market. I saw an interview you granted where you were making reference to it being a contest between light and darkness and suggesting that you are contesting against a businessman who does not care where money coming from and made reference to LGBT. What was that point exactly about? The campaign is over. Today is election day. There are no campaign conversations. I'm focused on my delegates who are here to vote resoundingly for me. The campaign is over. They don't campaign. It's against electoral laws to campaign on election day. I mean, that's not to campaign. It's to clarify a statement that you had made. Oh, you are asking me to go back into my campaign. You want to... Uh, you, uh, why have they sent you to come and tie my leg so that then they will say that Sam George was campaigning on election day? Blood of Jesus. <laughs> so... I mean, Evans, that's Sam George there. I mean, he's doing the Akan interviews now. We'll still get more from him. I mean, he had actually told us that he was going to speak to us extensively, but I just I caught up with him quickly just when uh, he was still organizing his thing. So we're going to get more from him. But you can see the delegates uh, in the queue here getting uh, ready to uh, cast their votes. Uh, voting just started a couple of minutes ago. The interesting thing about this constituency, and I'm sure Winston will chew over it quite soon, is the fact that is the type of constituency that you can simply say that this is the actual parliamentary election that we are looking at, simply because it's a seat that uh, more often than not, in fact, in all situations, has been won by the opposition NDC. So it's a typical NDC seat. Uh, for And for many years, we know that E.T. Mensah was the member of parliament, so Sam George pulled that off in that 2015 primaries and uh, is now seeking to do his third term. 
uh, if he's able to uh, marshal and uh, get the victory that he wants uh, to get today. And like you heard me ask him, the last time was just seven votes. And so that is how close it was by uh, Michael Tete Quete. is the same individual that is coming up against. At the time, uh, Mr. Nate was actually uh, the constituency chairman of the party. And so they are, the watchers here were saying that the circumstances are different because he's no longer uh, the constituency chairman. And so they believe that the makeup of the delegates list since that time when he was the constituency chairman has changed. And so they don't think that he exerts that much influence as he did now. And so uh, that is the difference by way of how this particular exercise uh, looks. I don't know if we can get uh, a word from some of the delegates uh, briefly. Uh, can get some a word from them. But... How do you expect things to shape today? Oh, well, since uh, we have to select an MP, we are here to uh, do that and uh, see that the, our candidates will emerge a winner after the election. Uh, can you tell me who the candidate is? No, that is my secret. I don't have to, I don't have to tell you my secret. That one is very important. But we want NDC to win. So whoever will win, and this is not on the ballot, too. Yes, but whoever we will vote for here will go and represent us in the national election. So once the person wins, NDC will win. Is that the same for you? Sure, sure. Uh, it's a victory for NDC as we are starting from today. That will be the 2024. The same victory. So SNDC wins. I mean, at some point yesterday, we didn't even know whether this primary will happen because of all the court issues. I mean, you guys in Ningo Pram Pram, how, how was it like for you? Were you were you apprehensive? Would it take place? What, what was it like for you? Well, when we heard the information last Thursday, for our belief, we know the election is going to come on and God, God be so good. We are here today to bring the victory in. Yeah. How about you? What's your expectation? It's okay. Oh, it's good. Okay, okay. So, I mean, Evans, uh, that is what is happening here. Voting uh, just started some uh, few minutes ago, as I indicated. And so, I'm right here. I don't know whether you have any questions for me, but this is the situation here. A very, very keen constituency where if you win here, it's likely you are going to be the next member of parliament. And so, we all know what is at stake at this point in time. Evans and Winston. And, and stay, stay uh, Blay, for a second, because uh, when I watched him, he was orchestrating a few buses. It, does that suggest that he had paid for the transportation of the delegates? Because I saw him very agitated, trying to get the buses to park in a certain way and get them out. And then he almost w was leading um, the, the delegates as they came off this particular bus. Is that, is that your understanding also, that he had paid for them and, and provided transportation for them to come? Because I see the STC buses there. Are they all buses that St. George had facilitated? Yes, Evans, that is the information that uh, we have picked here, and even some of the delegates have also told us that. And so those are, uh, de these are delegates that he uh, has assisted to ensure that they get in here to cast their ballot. So what they did is that we understand that there was a central point where they all gathered and they were brought from that central point over here. Uh, what we are picking is that at some point in time, the candidate, uh, Michael Tete, uh, will also have his buses for the delegates that he's organizing also will be coming in shortly. Uh, that Mr. Tete has not been here at all. He has not been here this morning. Uh, Mr. George 
I was actually here even before the electoral commission officials came in. Uh, he came in early, then the calls were being made, then the buses started coming in. In fact, once the EC officials finished their setup, the calls were, ma were made, and then we just saw the buses coming through and the delegates coming down and casting their ballots. And so uh, that is uh, what uh, happened by way of the organization of the delegates here. We are looking at a little over 1,700 uh, delegates who are participating in this particular electoral process events. Okay, thank you, um, Blay Blay. Please stay with me because uh, we are waiting the arrival of that key contender and yeah. who gave him a good run for his money in the last elections and all managed only to beat him by seven votes. And so this, many say, this is his last hurrah going into this particular contest. But please forgive me because mm. we have uh, some exclusives that we want to bring you sure. also right now. Someone in Bura managed now to get, um, uh, a, from what I understand, He's, uh, he, he has uh, John Dumelo in Ayawaso West Wagon with him right now. Hello, Samuel. If, you, if you're ready to hear me, let's hear his thoughts. And if he has any indication when their parliamentary primary will come off. Right, Evan. So uh, John Dumelo is not a delegate. So he's not entitled to uh, vote at the polling center here. So let me just find out from him his thoughts about this election process so far. So after the back and forth, going to court, finally your party is having the elections today. How do you feel about it? Well, I feel happy. Um, I think when the issue of the court cases uh, emerged during the week, a lot of people, you know, were happy. Some people were happy that, oh, the NDC is not united and blah, blah, blah. But as you can see, we all came to a consensus. We are united, and today we are voting for our presidential and parliamentary candidates across the country. All right, so let's look at the presidential. It's now a two-horse race, Kojo Bonsu and John Mahama. Was it interesting or was it surprising for you to hear yesterday that Dr. Kobina Dufour had pulled out of the race? Well, well, yes and no. I mean, in, in a democracy, you have, you know, um, contestants always pulling out at a point in time. Uh, last four years, you know, Honorable Kojo Bonsu pulled out, you know, during the race. This year, uh, you know, you have the, one of them pulling out. And then now you had Dr. Kufour, Dr. Dufour pulling out yesterday. And so it's not surprising at all that he pulled out uh, at the last minute. So what is the indication to you? Is that a sure bet or a sure win? Or is it still be a hot race between John Mahama and Kojo Bonsu? No, no, no. It, 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 it can never be a hot race between John Mahama and Kojo Bonsu. I mean, uh, the former president is going to win hands down. What, what, what I want is that at least he's going to win by over 95, 96%. Is that uh, what the delegates are telling you? And that's your conviction? No, 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 that's what the delegates are saying. And that's what my, that's what my conviction is also saying. I mean, we are hoping to get, at least I know in Ayawaso West, you know, I, I doubt anybody would vote, vote against, you know, the former president. But of course, it's a democracy. You would have people voting against for their own personal, for their own reasons. But I hope and pray that in Ayawaso West, we're going, I mean, the former president will get at least 99% here. Are you disappointed that your is not coming off today talking about the parliamentary primaries in your constituency in involving yourself not at all i'm not disappointed um, the reason i'm not disappointed is because i believe in the leadership of the party i believe what they are doing you know they are trying to see how best they can resolve this several issues that is comforting the constituency not just ayahuasca but the other but, 15 but let's be specific about ayahuasca well what is the actual challenge 
they know the reasons, and so let's leave it to them to actually. You are a candidate, <laughs> so you should also. No, 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 but, no. Yeah, I know, but you know, at this point in time, we want unity. At this point in time, we want to win the Ayawasuwa seat. And at this point in time, I'm confident that even if elections were held in Ayawasuwa's Wogan, in terms of the parliamentary, I mean, I would win hands down. You have the delegates saying it. You have even the voters who voted in 2020 saying it that John, if you don't come and contest, and if you are not the parliamentary candidate in Ayawasuwa's in 2024, we are definitely taking our vote out because we registered because of you and we're going to vote because of you. And so I'm very confident that 2024 we, we can definitely win. Alright, so let's look at the relationship between you and Fred Nyama. He has been your friend for about 10 years. Uh, 20 years. Almost 20 years. Well, that's quite interesting. Yeah. Uh, what is the political relationship with him now? Then we'll deal with the personal issues as well. Uh, political relations, I mean if I see you, I'll say hi. What? Uh, I'll be. Everything cool. Then we move on. That's the political relationship. the personal relationship with Fred Nyama now? Same thing. Hello, hi, how be? Then we move on. Why must it be so? I mean, someone who has been your best friend, I'm told? Well, if you have been that best friend or that best man, I don't think you can, you know, um, do certain things. But what I mean, he done? I mean, we are interested to know. Bosu, what exactly Bosu, today we are here to vote John Mahama to become the flag bearer of NDC. Uh, the Fred issue, let's just leave it aside okay. for another day. So, have you got any indication as to when your election will be uh, done. Listening to the party chairman yesterday or two days or this week, I mean, he, he was very confident that in the next three months it should be held. And I'm very confident that even if, you know, all, all the issues will be solved and we'll definitely have a parliamentary candidate here in Ayala, so that in 2024 we can, you know, um, win this seat. 2020 we came close. Some people say we won it, it was stolen. 2020 we came close. 2024 is not about coming close. 2024 we are definitely winning this seat and that is what everybody else is saying. We are going to be extra vigilant and we are definitely, I definitely know and I'm confident that in 2024 I will win the seat for the NDC in Ayala, so West Now, then the preparations should start now. We know, we, we know very well that if Lydia Sarama Lassan goes through the primaries, uh, I mean, she's waiting for you, another contender. And if you also go through the pr- uh, primaries, uh, someone you are going to face because you've met uh, her in the 20 election, yeah. 2020 elections yeah. before. Yeah. Uh, should it not be a setback that, as of now, you don't have a parliamentary candidate to start the organization or the reorganization of the party towards this particular target of getting the seat for the party? Okay, you know, election is a process, not an event. And in as much as we haven't conducted our elections here in terms of the parliamentary, work has started. Work started a year or two years ago to win the 2024 election. I mean, choosing a parliamentary candidate is just, uh, you know, an event. It's just formality. But we have started work a year, two years ago, to be able to win the seat in 2024. And we are very confident that every, you know, preparations we did or we are doing, we are going to win the seat. I mean, in 2020, I matched Lydia boot for boot. Uh, you know, uh, 2024, it's, it's going to be times two of what I did in 2020 because IRS is a very com- it's a very complex area. It's a very complex seat. And sitting down, we've done our research. We've done our analysis. We know where we went wrong. We know how to correct our mistakes. We know how to dot our I's and cross our T's. And we are confident that 2024, we are definitely going to match the MPP in Ayawasuwa's boot for boot and, and we'll win. Alright, so Evans, these are the thoughts of John DeMello. I don't know if you have some other questions you want to ask him as far as the elections is concerned. Uh, grateful um, Samuel Mbura with John DeMello, a man who was hoping uh, uh, Winston to be on the ballot today, but he is not as we wait for the party to sort out the challenges there, and then later on, we can get clarity on when that parliamentary primary will happen. Let's return 
to Ningo Pram Pram, where we've just came from before we went to Ayawaso West Wagon, which is a hotbed of political activity. We're still waiting for that contender to arrive at the voting yes. center with his own buses of delegates, as you've seen San George already do an orchestrate. But you say this is going to be closer than San George has told us it's going to be. He says, well, things have been ordained for him to win this. And factically, what's the word that he used? Um, resounding. Resounding. Okay. Is it going to be resounding? Well, Evans, I, I don't know about uh, what is ordained. Uh, you know, I know about what the figures would say and what the trends could probably suggest. Um, I'm going to do a few things this uh, morning on this particular constituency. Sam George could win. He could better his seven votes because now the delegates number is increased from about 800 to now 1,800. Yeah. So it's more than a 100% increase in number of delegates. Mm -hmm. And so that could change the whole dynamics in the Ningo Pram Pram constituency. Now, I want us to do something, and I'll explain when I'm done with this. This is Sam George in 2015, the first time that he actually won. Now, at against E.T. Mensah. Against E.T. Mensah. Won by 4,910. E.T. Mensah came in the distant second with 2,831. Now, their election was postponed, if you remember at the time. Yeah. They didn't vote on the 21st of uh, you know, November, as all other you know, uh, centers. Then Sam George had indicated a lot of challenges here and there. He felt he was being victimized and intimidated and all of that. And that was a famous, um, you know, Kokwa Nidho interview that said he will be suspended from the NDC. Watch this critically. At that, I mean, at that time, there was one key figure, Adekoka. Keep that in mind mm -hmm. because I'll tell you something. Greater Accra, he was then the Greater Accra. He was then the Greater Accra Regional Minister. Keep his name in mind mm -hmm. because when I'm done with the analysis shortly, I probably would explain why this time round, Sam George is very confident. I'm going to explain that to you. Let's get to, uh, you know, 2019. This is Sam George with Michael Kwete Tete. If you don't mind, um, on, 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 on that bit of um, that election, we, we shouldn't discount the fact that he was coming up against, he came up against E.T. Mensah. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. That for me was the biggest, biggest yeah. one, because that was, it means I had been in parliament then. Since 96. Since 96. He was one of those untouchables going into this in that election. However, has fallen out with John Dramani. Exactly. He had become one of those three wise men, if you remember. Yeah, remember. And that relationship had soured completely. And many said Sam John was a blessed one because the system, just like we're talking about Sawasi, yeah. the system wanted E.T. Mensah out of the way and had blessed Sam George to do so. And they sponsored Sam George to get him out. And that's the only reason why many believe he got twice as many votes as E.T. Mensah in this race. So that is a dynamic there. He really brought the political career of E.T. Mensah to an end. You're very right. And Sam George was the, I mean, he was the blessed candidate. He was a system candidate. Yeah. Now let's get to 2019. Watch this critically. In 2019, Michael Tete, with the blessings of E.T. Mensah and Kobna Adekoka, tries to unseat Sam George. So this is E.T. Mensah now wanting revenge. Wanting revenge. Sam George had killed his political career. Yes. Of course, 
he can't stand himself because he's too damaged. Mm -hmm. So then finds a surrogate. Yes. In and Michael, Michael Tete. 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 Who at the time also had the support of Kobna Adekuka. Then Great Regional Minister. Still keep that name in mind. Yeah. Keep that name in mind. Now, it was a fiercely contested election. Mm. Finally, when Sam George pulled 800, uh, 407, we knew Michael Tete had lost. The key number, seven. If you're very religious, you say that's the perfect victory. And, and, and you, you heard Blay ask him that question. Mm -hmm. And this is 2019. This yeah. is the next one we are having now mm -hmm. after that. After this, yeah. To win only by seven votes. That tells you Michael Kwetetete is a formidable opponent. He was actually chairman who stepped down it's a formidable to opponent. contest in the 2019 election. And, and what it is, is, and that, that was a point that was, was put to him, he's had a few more years now to understand why, where the seven votes went to, build more gravitas, and come back into the race. But the issue is the number of delegates now. If we still had 800 delegates, you probably would say, I know the delegates. Yeah. I know those who voted against me, and I may have played my games. That notwithstanding, there's always been elections, so you could still play your game in the election. And the main election is not what is happening today, it's what happened earlier last year when the NDC went for its branch elections. That was the main election. If you, if you didn't succeed... You're to done. get your people in there, you're done. This is this is lost even before the, the battle began. Now let's get into why I say keep the name Adekoka. Obna Adekoka. All this time he was Greater Accra Regional Chairman. Mm -hmm. But guess what happened? Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.